Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is September 7th and we will be reading paragraphs 1952 through 1959 today. And it is episode 250 of the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. Just for those of you keeping track. We are in chapter 3 of this, uh, this part of the catechism. And we are talking about the moral law today. And we'll start uh, the section on the natural moral law. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are different expressions of the moral law, all of them interrelated. Eternal law, the source and God of all law. Natural law, revealed law, comprising the old law and the new law or law of the gospel, finally civil and ecclesiastical laws. The moral law finds its fullness and its unity in Christ. Jesus Christ is in person the way of perfection. He is the end of the law, for only he teaches and bestows the justice of God. For Christ is the end of the law, that everyone who has faith may be justified. Roman numeral 1, the natural moral law. Man participates in the wisdom and goodness of the Creator, who gives him mastery over his acts, and the ability to govern himself with a view to the true and the good. The natural law expresses the original moral sense, which enables man to discern by reason the good and the evil, the truth and the lie. The natural law is written and engraved in the soul of each and every man, because it is human reason ordaining him to do good and forbidding him to sin. But this command of human reason would not have the force of law if it were not the voice and interpreter of a higher reason to which our spirit and our freedom must be submitted. The divine and natural law shows man the way to follow so as to practice the good and attain his end. The natural law states the first and essential precepts which govern the moral life. It hinges upon the desire for God and submission to him who is the source and judge of all that is good, as well as upon the sense that the other is one's equal. Its principal precepts are expressed in the Decalogue. This law is called natural, not in reference to the nature of irrational beings, but because reason which decrees it properly belongs to human nature. Where then are these rules written, if not in the book of that light we call the truth? In it is written every just law, from it the law passes into the heart of the man who does justice, not that it migrates into it, but that it places its imprint on it, like a seal on a ring that passes onto wax, without leaving the ring. The natural law is nothing other than the light of understanding placed in us by God. Through it we know what we must do, and what we must avoid. God has given this light or law at the creation. The natural law present in the heart of each man and established by reason is universal in its precepts and its authority extends to all men. It expresses the dignity of the person and determines the basis for his fundamental rights and duties. For there is a true law, right reason. It is in conformity with nature, is diffused among all men, and is immutable and eternal. 
its orders summoned to duty, its prohibitions turn away from offense. To replace it with a contrary law is a sacrilege. Failure to apply even one of its provisions is forbidden. No one can abrogate it entirely. Application of the natural law varies greatly. It can demand reflection and takes account of various conditions of life according to places, times, and circumstances. Nevertheless, in the diversity of cultures, the natural law remains as a rule that binds men among themselves and imposes on them, beyond the inevitable differences, common principles. The natural law is immutable and permanent throughout the variations of history. It subsists under the flux of ideas and customs and supports their progress. The rules that express it remain substantially valid. Even when it is rejected in its very principles, it, can, it cannot be destroyed or moved from the heart of man. It always rises again in the life of individuals and societies. Theft is surely punished by your law, O Lord, and by the law that is written in the human heart, the law that iniquity itself does not efface. The natural law, the Creator's very good work, provides the solid foundation on which man can build the structure of moral rules to guide his choices. It also provides the indispensable moral foundation for building the human community. Finally, it provides the necessary basis for the civil law, with which it is connected, whether by a reflection that draws conclusions from its principles, or by additions of a positive and juridical nature. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.